Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. These days, we are all so busy with stuff, it can seem hard to remember important things. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. You're right, Daddy. But it's our responsibility to remember the instructions of Jehovah and to prioritize Him. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. And the Bible is all about Yeshua, the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Tennessee and Thailand. Listen out for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Red Pill Torah is an outreach of B'nai Ephraim Messianic Ministries and Assembly. Tim, I'd like to kick off today's discussion. Hey, sounds good, miss. What's on your beautiful mind today? Oh, Daddy. I'm thinking about relationships and what connects people. We can be connected by covenant, by similar beliefs, by similar ages, living close together through family ties, and many other ways. So true, Mama. You know, it seems like the things in your list of examples have some things in common. They do. What they have in common is that they speak to things people have in common or things people share. Nicely stated, Mama. Having things in common pulls people together. From there, we can create some great shared memories. Isn't it great to talk about great memories with someone who has first-hand knowledge of the memory? It really is great, Daddy. Even more than remembering shared memories, I like being remembered. I like it when you remember things that are special to me. And when you talk about them to someone else or do things without me asking about it. I like it when our children remember me and the fun times we've had raising them together. Mm -hmm. These days, I especially like it when we make memories with our grandchildren and they remember us. You know, I really like that too. When they are born, they don't really know anyone. But over time, we get that smile that says, hey, I remember you. Mm -hmm. And that's when we pick up with the games we played last time we were together and we develop even more great memories. It really is nice to be remembered. Amen. The Hebrew word often translated as remember is the word zakar. It means to remember or to purposefully and consciously review something. In some instances, Zakar has to do with publicly announcing whatever it is that someone is remembering. Sometimes it means contemplating something without acting on it, like meditating or reminiscing about something. Other times it means accessing readily accessible information so that a person can take some predetermined form of action. When we talk about zakar as it relates to Yehovah and the Hebrew scriptures, we must zakar or remember that our Elohim does not forget as we do. People may lose track of certain facts or memories and have trouble recalling them, but our Elohim is not a mere man. He does not forget. You know, speaking of mere men, Mama, zakar has another meaning in the Hebrew scriptures. As a masculine noun or as an adjective, Zakar means male. It can apply to male humans and male animals. The first use of the word Zakar is in Breshit, or Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. 
It says, So Elohim created man in his own image. In the image of Elohim created he him, Zakar or male, and Nekebah or female, he created them. Now maybe in a future podcast we can talk more about the Hebrew meaning of male and female. There's a lot for us to know about male and female from the Creator's perspective, but for now, just think about today's stereotypical man in a family context. You know, the running joke about men in relationships with women is that we don't zakar or remember the things that are important to the woman or important to the rest of the family. The men in sitcoms, for example, are often more concerned about getting a beer or doing other manly things, so much that they don't remember their own wedding anniversary. I have seen that tired old joke repeated many times in entertainment, Mm -hmm. and I'm really glad that my experience has been very different than that. Still, isn't it odd that entertainment pushes the same tired stereotype, which runs directly in opposition to Jehovah's creation, and in opposition to the Hebrew word zakar, which means male, and remember. That's why it's so important to remember to abandon the traditions of society. We must actively search for and cling to the instructions of Jehovah. His instructions are even embedded in the Hebrew meaning of the words and names he gave in his word. At the time of this recording, we're entering into the holy times of Jehovah. They are also known as the Moedim, the appointments with Elohim. It's amazing to know that our Elohim will never forget us. These holy times remind us to remember Elohim and what he did and will do for us, his chosen people. We now know that he will do wonders for us at these times of the year. Man's institutions have created holidays that take the focus off of what Elohim wants us to focus on. They also mix in influences from other sources, sources other than Elohim. That's why we're calling believers in the Elohim of Israel from man's institutions to God's instructions. I know that's right, Daddy. Mm -hmm. It is high time for believers in Yeshua to separate from the influences that compete with the instructions of Yehovah, regardless of how holy they may seem. Now, more easily than ever, we can research the origins of our traditions. As we identify the ones that don't belong, like replacing the Bible names for Passover and First Fruits with the Holy Week of Easter and Resurrection Sunday, We must abandon them, and we must return to the original instructions. Now, in the original instructions, we see that the holy times are all about remembering. Passover is the first of the holy times, and it's centered on how Jehovah delivered Israel from bondage in Egypt. The process of Jehovah delivering Israel from Egypt started with remembering. Shemot, or Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 and 24 say, Sometime during those many years, the king of Egypt died, but the people of Israel still groaned under the yoke of slavery, and they cried out, and their cry for rescue from slavery came up to Elohim. Elohim heard their groaning, and Elohim remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It was Elohim's remembering his covenant that brought about the Passover. As he delivered Israel from Egypt, Israel was instructed to remember some things. Exodus 13, verses 3 and 4 say, Moshe said to the people, Remember this day on which you left Egypt, 
the abode of slavery, because Jehovah, by the strength of his hand, has brought you out of this place. Do not eat hamets or leaven. You are leaving today in the month of Aviv. Tim, many believers in the Elohim of Israel don't even know what hamets is or which month is the month of Aviv. Sadly, many don't even care. They think that Jesus died so they wouldn't have to worry about remembering what the Father said to remember. We have a lot of work to do. Sure do, Mama. Hey, I'll pick up reading from verse 5. It says, When Jehovah brings you into the land of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Hivites, and Jebusites, which he swore to your ancestors to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, you are to observe this ceremony in this month. For seven days you are to eat matzah, or unleavened bread, and the seventh day is to be a festival for Jehovah. Matzah is to be eaten throughout the seven days. Neither hamets nor leavening agents are to be seen with you throughout your territory. So, Miss, we now know that hamats or hamets rather is yeast or anything that adds leaven to a food, and we also know why Elohim told us to eat bread without yeast for seven days. Deuteronomy 16 starts with a reminder about keeping the Passover. Verses 3 and 4 say, You are not to eat any hametz with it. For seven days you are to eat matzah, the bread of affliction, because you came out of the land of Egypt in haste. That way you will remember the day you left the land of Egypt as long as you live. No leaven is to be seen with you anywhere in your territories for seven days. Tim, by rehearsing what Israel did thousands of years ago, we remember Jehovah in the way he told us to remember. Of course, the Bible records Yeshua doing what his father did. That's right, Mama. In Luke 22, we read about Yeshua sharing a meal with his disciples just before he would be arrested and crucified, which happened on the day of Passover. Luke 22, verses 19 and 20 say, Also, taking a piece of matzah, or unleavened bread, Yeshua said the blessing, he broke it, gave it to the disciples, and said, This is my body, which is being given for you. Do this to remember me. He did the same with the cup after the meal, saying, This cup is the renewed covenant, ratified by my blood, which is being poured out for you. So, Mama, Yeshua told us what to do to remember him. All we need to do is follow his instructions. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and dye those Easter eggs for the sweet little babies at church on Sunday? Or would you take the red pill and follow the instructions of Elohim? Only you can answer that question. All of the holy times are about remembering. Even Sukkot, our favorite camping trip, is all about remembering something. Leviticus 23 verses 41 through 43 says, You are to observe a feast to Jehovah seven days in the year. It is a permanent regulation, generation after generation. Keep it in the seventh month. You are to live in Sukkot, or temporary structures, for seven days. Every citizen of Israel is to live in a sukkah, or a temporary structure, so that generation after generation you will know, or remember, that I made the people of Israel live in Sukkot when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. 
I am Yehovah, your Elohim. When we remember Yehovah, our Elohim, it may start with a mental exercise, but if we follow his instructions, remembering him becomes an activity. Get on Yehovah's calendar and remember him the way he instructed us to remember him. If you need help with that, send an email to redpilltorah at gmail.com. We are happy to help. Well, that's all we have time for today. Do what you have to do to remember our Creator. And thanks for listening to Red Pill Torah, where you can handle the truth.